pretty nerds. 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 Make excuses for 
can't say, oh, she was joking, or you can't say, I've never known her to be, I don't care if you've never, there's black dudes and white dudes, I mean, sorry, black dudes and black women out there who married to white men and white women talking about mm-hmm. I, I, it, it, getting called niggas and this and that every other day talking about, well, I just didn't know. I mean, just because they, they you know, have sex with a black person or, you know, mm-hmm. are friendly with this black person here or there, don't mean that they're not racist. That doesn't erase racism. That doesn't excuse racist behavior. And what she said and what she did was racist. Period. End of story. Ain't no excuses for that. We can't accept it. Sorry. So we gotta cancel your ass. It is what it is. It's so unfortunate, kind of, though, because, like I said, I was really thinking, like, okay, just, even the whole Netflix thing, I'm like, you know, maybe this is her comeback, and, you know, she's going to have her moment where she rises again, and, you know, whatever. But it's like, yeah. Can't ride for you. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Turn it off. Sorry, like, mom. I'm I want to buy a bootleg from your mama. Like, <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye, sis. Um, so, on that same note, mm. them Dal- good old Dallas cowgirls. We are already Trash, bro. <laughs> That's so trashy. Uh, out here on that yes, Alaska. Good Don't put your dick around the good Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott have joined the um, we throwing yo out ass out you are cancel party. <laughs> I don't understand. It's like you can still. Play ball, get your chick without saying nothing. Shut the fuck up. Like, I, w- I would, I would rather that than to go out here and run in a piece of person. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't, don't attempt to deter from the message just because you want to get your check. If you want right. to collect, if you want to be silent and collect your coin, then be silent and collect your coin. <laughs> right. The silence. It's like the. They're saying, like, you know, people assume you're fool when you open your mouth and confirm it. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what both of them, they have confirmed, that you are a fool. You're an idiot. And even for you to come out and say something, and the NFL is like, you can't even do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. The, the overall authority is saying, Jerry, you can't do that. But then you come out and side with somebody that's essentially wrong. Um... And if they're saying, okay, look, this is a compromise. You guys can stay in the locker room. Because let's not act like before 9-11, they were not in the locker room. Preach. Um, and they're not paying, you know, the government is not paying the NFL millions of dollars to do this whole patriotic display. Because I feel like... And they don't even show it on TV, but anyway. Right. <laughs> and I feel like if you're so patriotic and you so down for the country, then the government should have to pay you to put on a display. You should do it because that's something that you want to do and that's what you're showing. So, exactly. just the whole thing, it's like, listen, your team is already trash. You have not probably been popping since, what, Deion Sanders? Girl, listen, <laughs> I don't follow the Dallas Cowgirls. I am not yeah. a fan. I have never been a fan, so... Yeah, I've never been a fan because I'm like, they, and they fans are so... I'm still riding with them. I'm like, yeah, okay. Mm, exactly. So, you know, it's a party. It's a party. It's a yep. party. Y'all asses is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> That's freaking 
We gotta go to that king, man. We gotta Listen. go to the king, man. Now I feel about LeBron. I say it's I am so, so, like, excited, happy, proud. And proud of him. Like, I don't care if you know if it's a public school, private school. Just the fact that he's done it, and when you saw, like, I don't know if you saw the clip of your boy when he first walked into school, and he was so mesmerized. I'm excited. Oh my gosh. So I am definitely, like, I think he set the bar. Um, Not even just so much for the athletes, just for himself. Like, look, he's taking what he has and giving it back, and it's not even, it's not breaking him. It's like, okay, I have this, and I have these resources. And a lot of times, even with celebrity, it's not so much as using your money. It's using your celebrity as well, saying, okay, this is what I want to do. You know, can I, I can get grants and everything to back this or government funding to back this because essentially, I'm just going to keep it for There is government funding out there. It's just how you use it. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that it's not there. Um, in some areas, it's lacking some small business funding, but anyway, um, when it comes to like education and things like that, get out there and get it. So I definitely think he has really raised the bar um, for other celebrities and he said it for himself. Now I just like that he walked, you know, he walked like a talker. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he said that that was something that he wanted to do. He, you know, he said, I wanted to give this to my community for everything that they gave to me. And he went out there and he did it. I love the fact that it's not a private school. It's actually the charter public school. So I love the fact that it's for, you know, underprivileged, you know what I mean? People, and And not only that. Quote unquote bad children, which I don't agree to that, but that's the term, or, you know, like the people used to bad children, or children that are, I guess, suffering in the normal setting. So I think it'll probably propel a lot of them to be better, um, to want better, and hopefully, I'm pretty sure that teachers, teachers um, well, we are best to have probably have some of the best yeah. teachers out there. But you know what I also loved about that school is that he didn't just, it's not just about, edu- you know, yeah. educating the kids, it's really about the giving back and touching the entire community. Because not only do these kids get to go to school, if they graduate, they get free college tuition to Akron University. So he's keeping the money in the community, keeping it there in the community. Um, He also offers uh, free lunch, breakfast, and all that. Um, They have a food bike, food pantry for families that, you know, if they need food. I mean, he and he really, has extensive services for parents as well. Yeah, like he's get GED, financial classes. I mean, he's really touching on all of the bases of things that, in all honesty, that we need in our black community. We need more, you know, people teaching the youth. We need more people focused on, fi- you know, finances, learning about stocks and bonds and investing, real estate. I mean, we just need... All of that, and, and, and the fact that he and his team, you gotta give his team credit yeah. too, because all of them brothers are from the same place. They've been riding yeah. with each other since <laughs> day one, and they all, you know, 
just say, you know what, my boy here, I'm going to go out here and put my best foot forward, do this business, do it right. I mean, them dudes came from, you know, basically where we came from and just out here making deals. I mean, <laughs> look, look at the deals that his, his, um, his manager, who is just one of his homeboys, managed to pull off for him all these years. I mean, people can hate all they want, but that was him and his team who pulled like that off. Exactly. <laughs> Finesse the whole damn NBA endorsements, everything. Like, you just gotta get that man his props. Yeah. You gotta give him his shine, his credit. I just, I love what he represents, and I just love that he, like he said, he uses his celebrity for for the culture. Then yeah. and he's unapologetic about it, and I like that. No, I love a good unapologetic black person. Okay, <laughs> I love LeBron. Like y'all, y'all know how I feel about him from episode one. <laughs> <laughs> like that is my boy. Like I don't care what he does. Like I'm still salty about him. Okay, so anywho, uh, <laughs> I, I like I'm definitely. I just I just figure out what else he's going to do. But just knowing him, I, I feel like yeah. he's not done. I feel like there's so much more to come from him. And then, like, once he actually retires from the NBA, the things that, the moves he's going to make, man. And I saw an interview with him. Um, I think it's, like, some barbershop, like, show that's coming mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, and he was talking about, like, seeing his son at AAU and him being passionate about it. I'm like, I don't know, bro. Don't switch over, you know, when you retire. Like, I don't know. He you might. Know. Never know. Yeah. You never know. Um, so, I guess we can, let's get to happy stuff. Yeah. Um, things yeah. that we are happy about. So, um, Maxine Shaw. Tony at Law, <laughs> Erica Alexander, um, he hinted that we might be finally getting a living single reboot. Are we excited for this? I am. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of my favorites. Like, I'm really thinking about going back and restarting the whole um, Hulu series over again. Like, I am excited just to see. How they're going to pick back up and their progression. And just the fact that, really, for the most part, I think none of them have really aged. Like, oh, now he's a little older. But, I mean, he is older as well. Like, they show he's super old. Um, but uh, all of them still look great. Like, so I, I'm definitely. I was just, I just, oh, it's just like when she said it, I was like, Normally, I'm not excited for reboot, yeah. but for this one, I'm like, oh, man, yes. <laughs> Finally, we, I'm like, so we get to find out what happened with Max and, and Kyle and the baby. I mean, like, I'm just like, so uh, what happened with Terrence and, and Khadijah when she went to L.A.? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I just want to know all these questions. Because yeah. Regine finally got her millionaire, so what, what happened there? <laughs> like, I have so many questions. I need to yeah. answer so, super excited for that. I hope it happens. I'm hoping that will happen. Um, rock ass. Man. Out here living his best life. I'm over it. Like, I'm <laughs> sick of him. And it's not that, like, 
I'm really, I like, I don't want him to have fun while we over here suffering. <laughs> <laughs> he like, <laughs> oh, child, get him.
he, you know, started on growing up hip hop Atlanta. Cause like before that, he wasn't like, I mean, he was out there, but he wasn't like, out there. You know what I mean? So I don't know if maybe it's just the pressure of reality TV that's getting to him, or maybe he's feeling away because he has to do reality TV. But see, I would think that reality TV would kind of help him because he's like, you're an actual star. You're not. You know, like, I'm, like, where's It's like her daddy or her mom is like the stars. Right. It's like, you're the actual star. You're the, you're the spotlight. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not riding. I'm not gonna say riding is not associated because you're, you're a child. But you're not on somebody else's celebrity. You are on your own. So I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. I don't, I don't, I really can't, I can't attest to it. I can't speak to it. I don't know. Maybe it's just like, He's starting to feel kind of the cracks of the pressure because yeah. he was so successful so young. And now that that success is slowing down, maybe it's, it's starting to hit him like, okay, I mean, my time's almost up, you know, in this window or, you know, I don't have so much more. And, and because maybe because he can't figure out how to stretch it or he can't figure I don't know, you know but what I mean? something that he's not because I feel like, for example, Sammy. Like, I feel like Sammy is just himself. Like, this is who I am. I'm not this, like, super tough guy and all of this. I'm not going to take pictures. Like, I'm flying private and I'm on a commercial flight with everybody else. It's like, I'm not claiming a game or nothing. Like, you know, like, I feel like But isn't it funny, though, how kind of, like, the roles have reversed? Like, can you remember how that was so big? back in the day, yeah. and, like, Rome was just trying to, like, you know what I mean? Like, he was just trying to kind of stay afloat or stay on that level, and now look at Rome, and he's this successful actor, he out here hosting shows, right. he running, you know, his daddy gave him basically the range to no limit, which, shout out to, listen, y'all know I love Master <laughs> P, so shout out to Master P out here, okay? Um, and it goes back to him not being something that he's not like, and I mean, even his daddy, of course, we know about that life, right? But he's not trying to be like, oh, I'm this person. I'm privileged. I understand that, and I'm gonna do what I need to do out right here. I'm gonna grow up like he grew up to be a very handsome person. Exactly, um, a respectable young yeah. man. Shut up, Rome. Okay, I was watching Love uh, Growing Up Hip Hop the other day, and I was like, you know what? Master P really <laughs> did a great job because Rome is really like. Mature, smart, funny, you know what I mean? Like, he's just a well-rounded individual. Master P yeah. raised some damn good kids. And, see, and I watched on, I don't watch Growing Up Hip Hop, but I did watch him on Millionaire Matchmaker. Mm-hmm. And it seems like, I guess, you know, of course the celebrity crowd is, I'm pretty sure it's hell weeding out, you know, like an actual good woman. Uh, but it seems like what he wanted was you know, like, just a good woman is just the point of, you know, weaving that out and actually picking that person, so, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I guess we can, we can talk since we kind of in meltdown. (laughs) (laughs) Cardi B ass. I'm over Cardi. (laughs) And I, 
she's another person like I was just like okay I want her to win and I still want her to win I just I probably won't listen to any more of her music I probably won't download any more I'm just over her so you know my opinion on Cardi I wasn't the hugest fan of Cardi to begin with and then I definitely didn't appreciate how they essentially were using her and still are, I'm sorry, to pare down Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Like, I'm never going to be here for I don't give a damn what, you know, fan or not. I'm not a barb. I'm not, a, like, this huge fan of Nicki Minaj. But I don't ever support the tearing down of a black person, ever. Of, especially a black woman. We're just not going to do that. Yeah. And, you know, essentially that's what, you know, the industry has used Cardi B as to kind of tear down Nicki Minaj. And so... But now, with Cardi, I'm just like, girl, what is, this business, you are not built for this business. Like, you, listen, you need to take baby culture and go chill out the house. You you had your one little successful album, you rolled that way for a little bit, go sit at the house and let Offset, you know, do what he do out here with the music. You somebody assigned your PR agent, give him your phone. Because right. she's not built for this. Like, when you when you feel the need to quote-unquote prove how much money you got by right. posting your actual bank statement. Like, I mean, sis, you had your, like, it was her actual bank statement, right. y'all. Like, we seen the charters at Waffle House in the pot. I'm like, sis, for real? <laughs> The crazy thing about it is, it's like she trolled blocks. Like, do you realize how much time and shit? Like, I only really follow through. I actually go on their page and like, oh, they got new posts and look. And when I do that, it's like, oh, they got a hundred new posts. So you can tell the span of days go by before I actually click and see what's going on. But you, you trolling like other ones. Exactly. Hey, what the fuck? Like, you on Shane Room, Bala, Learn, Shade King, Hollywood, like, you everywhere just trolling, like, you ain't got nothing else to do with And I can see maybe before the baby, but now it's like, you supposed to clothes, <laughs> do some laundry, I mean, sing a lullaby something, but get off the fucking internet. And she's like, well, I'm showing people that I'm out the car. That was the stupidest shit that you've ever done before in your life. Exactly. Why would you buy a Lambo? Never. Why? Like, I'm the, way, the way cars depreciate. Especially you know, like, look, I'm a driver and so I get I hear you know, your keys back and walk the fuck off. Basically. Who the fuck? I'm like. Like, I, she need a better, she need a, clearly she need a better money person. Right. Like, you know, whoever her financial advisor is is not doing Oh, right. Right. Like, the fuck? And she, and I guess she was proud of it. And I'm like, oh. No, sis. I didn't even get the money to buy We laughing at you. Even if I did, I would not buy a Lamborghini. That's not even an everyday car and your mom. Like, not saying that I wouldn't, if I had the money and I was a mom, that I wouldn't, you know, drop and get some to 42. But I ain't gonna buy it. If I got that money, I'm like, look. How many miles can I put on every year? Stay on your miles and here you go, your goddamn car back. 
I am not gonna fucking buy a five hundred what sixty thousand dollar car. Party back, right? And then trying to figure out fuck she bought at Waffle House, who all she fed for sixty four dollars. Listen, that's what I, that's, that was really that the mystery. Been a team meal. That was the mystery of the whole <laughs> thing. I was like, first of all, it is we boycotting Waffle House. Exactly. That's that's no but um but then I was like sixty four dollars at Waffle House. <laughs> what Waffle House you went to? Unless you have like a fifty dollars because yeah. I don't. I'm just trying to put a meal together in my head. That's the only thing I could think of is that she bought like food for ten plus people. Yeah, she had to because I'm just like. I mean, we used to go to Waffle House back in the day after the club, and Man. I can't ever remember. Not even ten dollars. Exactly, like this would have tip. What did she buy? <laughs> well, how much of a tip do you do? And then that looked like it was Kansas, so that means the tip ain't even on there yet. So what the fuck did you buy? <laughs> the fuck? Judging right now, yeah. for real. Judging so serious, party because I just, I need to know the answers to this. What the hell did you buy at Waffle House for fifty one dollars? And see, and that's the crazy thing. You released your bank statement to show how rich you was, and you bought a Lamborghini. And people like, fuck this. What did you buy? At <laughs> <laughs> and that's just how fucking crazy that is. Like you did all of that, and people didn't even fuck the Lamborghini purchase. Bitch, what did you eat at Waffle House for sixty plus dollars? <laughs> how many people? Like that's a uh, 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 five low. What is it? Five fish, two low type of bread bullshit. Like she really 
if she's gonna, she wants to, like, I know that Slim Thick is the new trend now. She need to be like all the rest of them and go back to the surgeon. She likes some of the you know? Get some of the sucked out. You know what I'm saying? Go back to your surgeon and get some of the sucked out so that your body, you know, matches. And he even super in full time. He was just like, sorry, I don't care for it personally. And then she put it. She is my real, not special, right? <laughs> pretty sharp and it's like something is wrong with her thighs. Well she probably didn't get she we, we all know that for whatever reason, whenever some of these girls get their bodies done, they don't pay attention to their legs. They mm-hmm. need to get more and more in their butt as opposed to also adding some to their legs. So I don't but anyway. I mean can we, let's let's talk about her response though. Cause that's yeah. the that's the part that bothered me. Yeah. So her response to that um was to basically insinuate that because he didn't like her body or he didn't care for her body, that therefore he's gay. First of all, what you gonna do is put some respect on Tyson Beckford's now. Okay, Tyson been out here for body years. Okay. <laughs> For years, Tyson been out here representing for the black supermodel. Okay. Black male supermodel. Go ahead, brother. But, um, so, but I just don't, why? Why? Because a man doesn't like your body, that that means he's gay. Like, I don't understand that. And what's so wrong with that? Like, even if it was a gay man that come in, like, what what would have been your comeback? Like, why are you making gay like this? I don't know. Like, like you adding him or something. Like, exactly. I don't know. That, that was, again, that her writing, even the ways of, you know, the sis, the culture again, um, and even, you know, where I feel like, I don't know if I feel like she's a baby thing, but that's not my thing. But it's like, don't put some in there. That ain't, that's your beef with him. Like, if you gonna call him out, call him out on it. But don't put gay people in it. That ain't got nothing to do with you and Tyson I feel like, um, I don't like the, the association that somehow gay is bad. Because mm-hmm. I feel like anytime somebody wants to, like, throw an insult, they throw out gay as if it's, like, a bad thing. And I don't like that. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't tolerate racism. I don't tolerate homophobia. I don't do none of that negative shit around me. And so I don't appreciate when people essentially play into that, that homophobic, homophobic type stereotypes by associating gay as bad. So whenever, you know, whenever something is quote unquote bad, uh, Oh, you gay, or oh, that's gay, right. or you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't like that. That's not. I feel like that's where so, so many of the stigmas come from. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's why so many people out here, like when you hear men talk about it, that's where these those stigmas and those things in their mind come from because y'all brainwash them into believing every gay man is looking at you because it's bad. Gay is bad. You know what I mean? Like if if we cut that shit out, then. We can really kind of cut down on some of the homophobia, like because let's be let's let's be, let's be, let's be honest. Most gay folks ain't really out here worried about none of y'all. 
Okay. Like, they can they give have to, a they give, they give a damn. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of times it's not you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what kills me about a lot of homophobic um, men and women. They think that, okay, um, every lesbian want them or every gay man wants them. It's like they have a preference just like you have a preference. Just because you are of the same sex, that does not mean that they want you. It's like, okay, they still have a certain look that they go for and what they want in a mate. So, chill out. Exactly. Chill out. Okay? Cut the homophobic shit. Right. Okay, Kim K? Cut the homophobic shit. Yeah. Because your homophobia was shown. And you survived in the league. I'm, I'm not understanding the reason why she was so pressed. It's like, he didn't lie. Your hip is sharp. Everyone saw it. It's like a triangle. Instead of it going smooth, because I'm like, when you look at girls that have natural hips, it, it flows. Like, it flows. I like Serena. Natural hips, it flows. You over here, your hip is literally sharp. We all know that your butt is not yours. You look like a man. Basically. Oh, no, not your sword. Basically. But speaking of Serena, um, she again came out and kind of basically slammed the, the, the testing, the tennis world, and how they continue to drug test her more than everybody else. Um, What's your thoughts on that? Because I don't, I don't, I don't really get it. I don't understand why they continue. I mean, clearly you can tell it's got to be racially motivated or mm-hmm. something. Because, I mean, I, I mean, you can't tell me it's because she dominates. Because Roger Federer is like 40 bajillion years old and he's dominating. And he don't get drug tested like Serena did. So, Rafael Nadal gets injured damn near every year but comes out and dominates if he don't get tested like Serena did. So I don't wonder, like, it, it confuses me. And I think that, I think a lot of people, even herself, it's like, look, if you drug test me and you drug test everybody, that's fine. But if everybody goes through four, you know, tests a year, whatever. But if I'm going through eight or ten, it's an issue. Um, I don't know if it's because, I don't know, okay, she's great and probably greater than what they think great is. Um, it's like, okay, this is what we know is great, and she beats it. And the fact that her sister is number two. So it's like you have not just her dominating, but not just another black woman, but damn, it's her sister. Like, <laughs> they playing against each other, so it's kind of... I guess hard to compete with, I'm pretty sure, what we've seen in the news from white women crying. That is probably some complaints like, well, we don't know who thinks that you know, go to the championship because they always go. Yeah, because they're two of the greatest tennis players that ever walked the earth. Like, and it's an insult to know that, look, I just had a child. I did not have an easy birth. I did come back and struggle, but I went back and basically probably retrained herself um, to be great again. And, I mean, come on now. Come on, like, this is just pure talent, and y'all don't want to acknowledge this. Agree. 100% agree. I mean, I just, like, when I seen it, I was like, damn. Like, just, I mean, I get it. I understand that, like you said, 
she great and so for a lot of people it's, it's hard to accept that this black girl from Compton, California could dominate a sport that people traditionally believe was just for white folks. Let's just be honest. That, so it's hard for people to accept that but the facts are she is proven. She's been doing it. She's been doing it for years upon years upon years upon years. She probably will go down as one of I mean, she's in the, to me, she's in the argument for the greatest athlete of all time in any sport because she's that, she's been that dominant in her own sport. So, I mean, I just, I mean, I don't know. This is Carol's copy. But just imagine the, you know, you think about her coming from Compton, that is, black people access to things like Oh, shit. Ooh, <laughs> the stuff we would dominate. <laughs> Listen. Bro, I, I definitely, I don't know, I guess I always, like, it's a look for why are they so great. And something comes natural to people, um, whether it's running or tennis, swimming, whatever. Um, and it's great. So, yeah. you know, basically. Um, so let's, let's let's get to some to some controversy. Yeah. Um, some things that's been uh, on my mind a little bit, kind of bothering me. So Demi Lovato, pop singer, she OD. Um, we don't know the drug. At first they said it was heroin, but we don't know at this point. We don't know the drug. Apparently she went. Let's be let's keep it one hundred. She apparently went on a bender and got completely wasted. Whoever her poor pieces of friends were, left her ass, <laughs> and she od So, and by all means, we definitely, you know, have compassion for that. Um, however, I'm bothered by the fact that everybody's like, you know, prayers up for Demi, Demi this, Demi that. We're so sorry. We stand with you, Demi. Woo! But when we saw Lamar Odom go through a similar situation, or when we saw, you know, the situation that happened with Whitney Houston, or just any black celebrity who's had an issue with, you know, substance abuse, it's, 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 oh, they a crackhead, oh, it's jokes galore, oh, they deserve it for, you know, doing this drug or doing that, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's never the same. Oh, prayers, we stand with you, we're here for you, we hope you do better. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And so that's why I don't, I don't understand, um, you know, I, I, like I have compassion for her, but at the same time, I'm like, why is there that double standard? And, and, and all it makes me think about, in honesty, is going back to, you know, the difference in the treatment of our community with the crack era and now this the treatment of the white community and opiates. You know what I mean? Like, um that that, that to me it did that whole it just lies with that whole situation to me and it just aggravates and irritates me. Definitely. Um, I definitely agree with you on that. Um I guess when I first saw the story of course addiction that it's a horrible thing, it's a horrible blank, it's a difficult thing to overcome. So I, I definitely um understand that and want her to get the help that she needs and that she deserves to be a better person to be healthy. Um, 
but like you mentioned, even Whitney, Bobby, Lamar Odom, um, a lot of people that suffer not only from their drug abuse, alcohol abuse, and it was not enough compassion to go around to them. It was like, oh, well, um, they caused this or, you know, this happened. And I don't know. I just feel like our black celebrity when it comes to drugs kind of fall from grace before they're ever acknowledged that, okay, there was an issue. Whereas, white like, counterparts, it's like, oh, well, something's wrong, and it's done with you, and I hope you get, you know, therapy or whatever, and it's like, that's the same thing that we need. We need to get our love, our compassion, she needs therapy. Um, and y'all just want that for it. Like, y'all literally made us the bad so. Exactly, exactly. And, and I just, like I said, I just feel like it just drives that whole bigger conversation of the difference in, in you know, the crack, crack epidemic and how that destroyed the black family and, and the black community in general. And nobody gave a damn. But now, oh, the opiate crisis, that's all we see every single day on the news. That's It's because, and, and it's only really because it affects, it's affecting the white community. And, and so it just, oh, it just, it's just one of those things, again, that kind of just reminds you that when something's a problem within black, the black community or with black folks, people don't really give a damn. And so it, it just, as a black person, it just reminds me that, you know, we really all we got. Yeah. And we really have to take care of our people. We have to cherish our celebrities. We have to get them the help, you know, that they deserve, which is which is why, you know, even though we made a couple jokes at, you know, at the expense of Shad, you know, Shad Moss or at, at Bow Wow, it's, 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 but we still, you know, we have compassion, we have concern, because we're concerned, like, you good about, you know what I mean? So, I mean, because we, like I said, we all we got, we have to, we have to make sure we're checking in on, you know, our people, you know, plain and simple, because if we don't, who gonna do it? And even the things to point out is that crack was criminalized. Like, okay, you have this, you can sell it or whatever, you're going to jail, you're going to jail for a long time. Um, even when you, the treatment of the, you know, addiction to crack, okay, um, was not treated as a health issue or a mental issue. It was treated as, okay, you committed a crime, you're going to jail. Um, whereas now, um, I mean, they have Narcan available, like on, um, for paramedics. Um, like it's decriminalized, basically. Like, you're not going to jail. We want you to get the help that you need. People are literally rolling around, um, trying to make sure people don't OD and all of this bullshit. So it's like, where was that, I guess, favor <laughs> when it came down to, you know, Black people in America, and I mean, I guess because when the government does it, it's like, well, we put it there to destroy you, so yeah, I don't get exactly. you secure. You know what I'm saying? So, because we all know the CIA yeah. is the one who introduced crack into the black community. <clears throat> so let me stop though. <laughs> for, for you know, we get canceled. Like, pull the show, pull the show. <laughs> so I, I definitely. Um, like I said, with any addiction, it's, it's a hard thing to overcome, and I wish everyone that's suffering with 
get the help that they need, but I just hope, I just wish that they were all treated differently. Yeah, agree. 100% agree. Um, so I guess we can all have it one more hot top. Um, Jimmy, you got everything on yours? No. So I think I have one too. So the Nicki Minaj and Forbes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I was not here for that at all. Cause first of all, I don't. It's like who paid you almost for that interview? Because when he was like to be part of hip hop royalty, she needs to come back and Queen needs to be. But when has Nicki left hip hop royalty? Because I'm like. If she really didn't drop another track, another record, another feature, she's hip hop royalty. Like you can't she's deny her way. way. Yeah. Right. You she's can't deny way. what she's done. So I'm like, she has, you know, branding. Um I'm like the Barbie deal, all of that. I'm like, so I'm not I don't know, I wasn't here for it when I read it, I'm like, mm. I mean the title alone right. was completely just uncalled for and disrespectful and it just really again it goes to touch on the point of really just one I don't I don't understand like the the why they want to see this black woman fall so bad like they are really just out here like yo fuck that you know what I mean like they just want her they want her ass up out of here and I'm like, damn, what did Nikki do <laughs> other than and then be a successful black woman? You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I mean, do, y- do y'all hate us that much? Then once we get a little success, all now is the problem? Like, I don't, I don't know. If, I guess, I don't know if it comes down to that making room for this one. And I, I don't know. Because I feel like even when you compare her, there's no comparison to her and Cardi. Like, let's just be honest. But people are like, oh, Nikki, there's no comparison. Like, I don't think that there's any comparison to her and Remy Ma. Like, Nikki came in, um, and she branded herself. Because you have, like, I feel like, um, this goes back to, I think, the whole line in, like, Notorious Big Movie where he's killing him just to kill sales. Like, if you go back, I think I was watching like hip hop in the basement, some show that was on Rap the City in the basement. Yes, a long time. And I mean, she went, that's what I first heard of her. It was like, oh, yeah, you know, I collab with Wayne. And I mean, she was going off like, damn. And then when she came out, I was like, oh, what happened? And not saying her bars weren't still hot, but it was like, she was kind of like rough around the edges, a little hardcore. So she had to come out and brand herself. She died like sex on sale. She does. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm, I'm not knocking her for that. I'm not knocking her for making her money, get her fragrances, and doing all of this. Like, do what you need to do to get your coins, sis. Like, that's cool. I mean, you can't, I can't, I can't be mad at her for essentially elevating female hip-hop to the same level as male hip-hop. Because, let's be honest, it, when it comes to hip-hop, it's always been very one-sided. Even though we've had some incredible female MCs out there who probably harder than a lot of dudes. Like, I feel like Eve don't get the credit that, that she deserves. And, and we all know in order for Eve to even get on, she had to go in 
and battle the entire Rough Rider crew. You know what I mean? So we know Eve got bars, but she don't get the respect she deserves. And that just goes to show you that females in hip-hop have never been valued the way that they should. And then you, you get Nicki Minaj who comes out, and like you said, she created this brand. It was something that we had only really seen come from male artists. And so you can't you can't deny that and you can't not applaud her for that. I mean his excuses were kinda I'm like I felt like he used oh well she she made a song with this guy. I mean I don't agree with it. He's not my favorite person. But I'm like How many artists have been uh, problematic songs with problematic artists? Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you didn't go at their throat or oh she was not the sex workers. I'm like from her tweet, I didn't get that she was not in sex work. I'm like, y'all, it, to me, it comes down to what you want um, or what you feel like. If the tweet didn't, didn't come, you know, didn't resonate with you, then shit, let it fly. I feel like, like she was, I feel like she was speaking more on, like, personal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She was trying to, to be more personal and give y'all a little peek inside of who she is. And people just can't, like, you know what I mean? Like, people can't, oh, she's talking to me. She's talking about me. And I'm just like, listen, hit dog gonna holler. You know? So. <laughs> and I'm like, if it didn't, if it didn't, you know, touch you, then just, I think, move Let it on. Let um, it roll off your back. But for you to say, oh, she was talking about something. I'm like, no, she didn't talk about like first of all, sex workers get paid to keep some y'all and I even bring up. No matter, you know what she's talking about. It was right. not sex workers. <laughs> y'all know the same, so don't even go there. Basically, we're not. We're not. We're not. I think that was. Oh, and my last one. This one is my funny one. Faith Evans said she ate. So you're referring to um, the interview that Faith Evans gave, I believe it was on Drink Champ, and uh, where she said that she, um, you know, that she ate the booty, that she used to eat Biggie's booty, I guess. I don't, I love that. I just don't, I'm just trying to, I mean, I don't, I'm just trying to know where Faith's at these days. Like, I'm, hmm. I'm, I'm, like, con- I'm concerned a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, because you know, Faith has had her issues with, yeah. you know, substances back in the day as well. So I'm just a little, she's been making a lot of like erratic kind of decisions and doing interviews, like stuff that she didn't need to do or say or, you know what I mean? Like her legacy is what it is. She's Faith Evans, you know what I mean? So I don't. A lot of this stuff that she's doing as of late is coming off. It's coming off a little strange to me. Like I'm, and I'm not talking. I'm not even talking about the marriage to CJ because you know what? And, and uh, honestly, I don't have nothing against that because I feel like, hey, you know, yeah, them two are the worst because <laughs> they gonna come for you. Yeah, but I just, you know, so I don't know. But I, I, I I'm a little concerned with Faith. 
guard because I was like, when I when I heard, I was like, well, why you even tell this? Like, I don't understand. You don't have to do that, Faith. Like, you Faith Evan. <laughs>
So I, it, it definitely goes down to greed as well. Um, yeah, so he's worth like $40 Yeah, I mean, he he has um, a, a good chunk of change, so. So that's why I'm trying to figure out. Um, I don't know, I'm just over it because they all, it's always the same story, and I guess it's like, for us, Stop letting them build it. Like, do your own thing. Um, and I know the money is like a driving issue because it's like, okay, I can go ahead and get on, do stuff that I need to do for myself, for my family. But I think it's a time out now for you to make a fool of you and you to be a fool for them. Um, and promoting the same message, I think that goes, even plays into is it Lil Uzi Vert? I think when he was like, oh yeah, I don't do drugs so much, but that's what people want to hear, so that's why I write about it. So yep. Future. Be, be different. Future's notorious right. for that. Future's already, Future admitted he don't, he doesn't do lean, but yet he. But he does rap like he <laughs> But <laughs> he supports the hell You're out right. of the culture. You know, supports the hell out of, of that lifestyle. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting, um, to say the least when it comes to that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It is. I guess it is what it is. You know, culture vultures have always existed and will probably continue as long as we allow it. They're going to continue to exist. So, but it was just an interesting topic that I saw today um, that I wanted to bring up. Um, before we get into relationships, though, I do want to mention out there to anybody um, the Trayvon Martin documentary premiered on BET yesterday. Might have been the day before. Might have been the night before. Um, July thirtieth. Or either thirty yeah, July thirtieth. So, um, if you haven't checked it out, check it out. Um, I had to take a I haven't watched it yet because I have to take you know what I mean? Like I have to I have to be in a space to watch that because just seeing the clips and the previews it just was it was a lot. You know, I mean hearing his dad's phone call about, you know, my son's mental, you know what I mean? Like, it just, it, it hit my heart, so I had to, I gotta be in a space for that. I can't, know? like, make, I, I just, I can't, um, like, and I've said it before, like, he was, like, my turning point of when I started to realize, like, okay, this is all of the system, not just one part of me knowing, okay, the system is fucked up, but actually checking the deeper dive, and to, you know, just to see how all of it was set up, basically read. Um, I don't know when I, I would be able to watch it. I just, I, I can't, like, I haven't even watched the Khalifa Brown story, because I'm just not in that head space to be like, okay, I, I can watch this and be able to be okay. Right. Um, and be okay tomorrow or the next day. Like, they would sit with me because I would keep playing over and over, like, this was a young boy that was basically gunned down and this person is still alive walking free while we are sad crying, you know, over his death. Like I yeah, It's been. a lot, it's a lot. Definitely like I said, we gotta gotta be in, in, in the right headspace yeah. to, to watch it. But I I mean, I would definitely recommend it, obviously. Yeah. Um, for the culture. We gotta stay informed and we gotta you know, continue to fight, so it's important to 
check it out. And I think that's one of like that's the Black Lives Matter. That's when the movement started. Yeah. So I definitely think if you were not involved um, as much as you can, hopefully you are more involved. You know, you're definitely that kind of yeah. was a spark for you. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So let's uh let's switch gears and let's get into this relationship stuff. You ready? Yeah. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So your first question. What's your first question you got for me? I think my first question is going to be, are you faithful to a talking stage? <laughs> so, here's my take on that. I don't believe in a talking stage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know what I mean? So, I, I, I can't define it. I don't know, you know what I mean? I was like, wait, when people say that, I'm like, what you mean y'all talking? <laughs> what? I don't, you know what I mean? You either dating, y'all in a relationship, y'all get engaged, y'all, you know what I mean? Yeah. What the hell is talking? So I, like, I'm guessing that's the part of you texting, having a phone call, but you're not exclusive. Well, then how is it cheating? It's not that's what I'm But see, there's a, a whole, like, picture they be going around where people, like, um, if she faithful doing the talking stage, she's loyal. somebody that's not faithful to you or if they want you to be locked down and to be there why are you not dating why are you not exclusively dating that person you're in a relationship like i'm not faithful doing shit with exclusive dating anything before that situation no no there are options and i I mean if if you haven't defined the relationship then you don't have a relationship so i don't you know what i mean like i like I said, I don't I subscribe. I don't subscribe to the whole talking thing because I don't. Like I said, I don't, that's a concept that's foreign to me. Like I don't understand it at all. Like what the fuck is talking? But, <laughs> I mean, we we talk on the phone. Like I don't. Yeah. You're a friend then. <laughs> you're my yeah. friend. I talk to my friends on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> this century. 
you have to meet somebody, you have to figure, you know, do the whole dating, defining the relationship, you know, putting in that time, work, and energy all over again. So I would say that to me, that's the hardest part is when you have to start over because um, if, if you, especially if you spent a good chunk of time, you know, with somebody and trying to, which is something else I don't really subscribe to, quote unquote, trying to get that person to change or whatever or build them up. Um, newsflash, ladies, it does not work. Okay, it does not work. You cannot change a person. A person is going to do what they want to do. If they want to change and be different and be better, then that's what they will do. If they're not doing that for you, clearly you are not the one that they want. And move on. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, I think starting over the most difficult. I agree. Um, and I think it's even the whole point of not, I'm not going to say so much as baggage, but thinking the same way that you thought in a previous relationship because I do think you have to change your mindset when you go into a relationship with another person and say this person is not going to be the same person as the person before. You're communicating all of your needs here once over again. You're learning somebody else's love language all over again and implementing that. Right. Um, so I definitely think starting over. Once you that let go part is it's just time. But Starting over is that work. That's when the work comes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, my question, <laughs> this one's a tough one, <laughs> is what effect do you think religion has on relationships? Whether it be y'all being different religions, having the same religion, or just relig religion in general. How does that come into play in relationships? Um, <laughs> okay, I'm going to try to keep this question. Um, I think for some people it plays a big role. Um, for myself, as long as you don't try to push it on me, I think I would be okay with somebody that was um, religious. But I don't think I could be super religious. Like, I don't want everything that you say to go back to religion. Or um, everything that happens is like, oh, religion. I, I don't think I could deal with that. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Like, I, I do think religion is important to a lot of people. And some people... You know, you have to be this God-fearing person, and I don't agree with this. Um, so, I yeah, there are certain religions that I definitely don't think that I should hate at all. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't want to show you a person. If I got to do that, then they can make it. I don't know. You know, you break your other customers. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. So, yeah, I'm a problem. <laughs> You're sorry. <laughs> well, um, so I think that religion is, has huge effects on relationships because 
in general, it can be a deal breaker, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like for you, you just said that you know you probably couldn't date someone who's super religious, i.e., a deal breaker. So I, I feel like um, definitely religion can can play a huge, you know, a role in relationships because for some people, um, they do religion does influence a lot of the way that they think, a lot of their actions, and a lot of the things that they do. So, and, and some, and a lot of their values too. So that can also, um, you know, come into, I guess, to play as far as with what I think and what I do and my values. So religion definitely, I think, in, in general, can, can be a huge, is a huge, factor in relationships, period, because, uh, you know, whether you subscribe to it or not, whether you subscribe to traditional religion or not, um, whether you, you know, believe in that and all that jazz, um, so, I, 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 I definitely, like I said, I agree with you, I couldn't, I, I know for fact I can't date someone who's religious because it's just, like, I'm, Listen, I'm the worst. <laughs> so <laughs> I can't date someone who's religious because I'll be, I'll be like rolling my eyes. Like, no, no, that's not over here. But <laughs> so, um, um, but like, I mean, I, I would be open to as far as like different religions and like, and and I don't think there's any religion that I'm like. That I wouldn't like be like, but I mean, because like I would say, if you're not like super hardcore about it, then I don't know if there's any religion that I'd be like, hmm, okay, what? Well, nah, I can't date you because of that. I don't know. So I, it just, I guess, like it just depends on your level of, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> to it, I guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> that's my, that's my best take on that. When you think about Like, what? Nah, bruh. But then you kind of take a shot. 